0: Warning, 30 Screams or Less may contain spoilers about movies that have recently been released. If you haven't seen the movie, go watch it, come back, and enjoy the show. Or, if you don't want to waste your time watching the movie and rather have two random horror dudes watch it for you, we got you covered as well. everyone to 30 screams or less our horror podcast where we review horror movies in 30 minutes or less and try to avoid talking about children dying in horror movies in the process so today's movie we're actually going to review is megan now this is going to be interesting because Between Corey and I, we either love it or we hate it, and this is going to make for a real interesting podcast this time. But a little background on the movie, from the most prolific mind in horror, James Wan, the filmmaker behind the Saw, Insidious, and Conjuring franchises, and Blumhouse, producer of Halloween films, Black Phone, Invisible Man, things like that, they're the ones that are introducing this Megan film into the whole mix. Directed by Gerard Johnstone, starring Allison Williams as Gemma, Violet McCaw as Katie, Ronnie Sheng as David, or as I like to say, the technical CEO of Comic Relief. He's absurd. Amy Donald as Megan and Jenna Davis as Megan's voice. So, like, they do two different things. Like, I guess a little girl plays Megan and someone else plays the voice, which is, I don't know, interesting. You would think it would just be the both, one person doing it all, but maybe they can't do it because the facial cosmetic thing, I don't know. So, Megan, it's about a robotics engineer at a toy company who built a lifelike doll that begins to take on a life of its own. Essentially, its AI becomes too smart for its own good, and hilarity ensues, or horror, whatever. So, with that in mind, 30 Screams or Less starts now, Here's where the fun begins, Corey. What did you think of it? I think that the director
1: needs to be arrested for this piece of shit and charged with a crime. <laughs> All right, we gotta know though what crime? Just assaulting my eyes and ears for almost two fucking hours. Yeah,
0: that's right. What, what was it? Like an hour and fifty minutes? Something I don't know. Like that? It was
1: like time didn't move when when I was watching this thing. Oh, so you, yeah, you really didn't like it then? No, man. This was the equivalent of the anchor,
0: basically. Oh, no. Oh, God. We got to be careful. Actually, no, no. Like I said, when we review those movies, we do it tastefully.
1: Yeah, as long as it's tasteful, it's okay. We're yeah. allowed to shit on everything. And plus, we don't owe anyone anything for this movie. I, nobody at Blumhouse is going to listen to this thing.
0: Watch it fucking blow up on Twitter. They're like, Blumhouse is, like, oh, you know what? They reviewed this movie. And then they listen to it later and go, those fucking assholes not quite because i on the other hand actually didn't hate it good come at us talk yeah. about it steve what'd you like I, about it i honestly i thought it was like a fun movie like, i wouldn't say it was really horror the only real nightmare fuel in that for me was megan running around on all fours like a freaking animal i was like i don't like the look of that that creeps me out other hey, than that it was like it was really like you know it's like why you go to the movies you go to the movies to have fun and enjoy yourself i went in with low expectations
1: yeah, me too. This movie put me to sleep, and you forgot to hit start on the timer again. Oh, you're fucking right. Let's try this again. Come on, I don't want to be here more than I have to be.
0: You, you don't want to talk about this more than we need to? No. We're at 29.59 seconds now. We've so. been delaying this for days. I don't want to do it anymore. You don't want to do You're done with this fucking podcast. Just over just, it. Just with Megan. Just with Megan. Okay. Yeah. No, we're still going to keep going. So... Megan, there's a few things. Megan was PG-13. Fun for the whole family. Notorious bad rating, though, for horror movies. A lot of horror movies, when they do the whole PG-13 deal, it's... Ooh. Yeah,
1: I read that there's like a director's cut out there of this that's gonna come out at some point, but I don't know how you can make it good. That's like... It's like what they tried to do with the fucking Justice League. They tried to make that shit better with three extra hours, and it was still dog shit.
0: Yeah, it wasn't all that great. I watched it, and I remember just being like really fucking long. I don't even know how I found the time to watch Justice League for three and a half hours. Actually, no, wasn't it like four hours? Yeah, welcome 30 seconds ago when I just said that. Yeah, no, okay, yeah, I know you said that, but it's just... Short-term okay. memory loss? Yeah, that's me being old. That's why I had to get a nice bed that has an adjustable mattress. Oh.
1: Yeah, you talked about that. Your future I, hospital bed.
0: Yeah, my future hospital bed. I'm investing.
1: Hey, you can do it now. Go ahead. Feel free. I, might I, hope, as well. it's, I hope it's the best bed ever.
0: I really hope it's my last bed. Oh, I, don't, don't, be. it, don't worry. Is it going to make it happen because I really like de- you, might, you might pass away in that bed. It's very possible. I
1: hope you live a long and prosperous life.
0: Ah, thank you. I hope so too. And I hope wow. there's lots of porridge in your future when you're laying in your bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my last wish. I need a bowl of porridge. And <laughs> I don't think the audience knows like this porridge joke because I cut the whole thing out because it was making the podcast episode like excessively long. We talked about porridge for a good 10 minutes. <laughs> I still don't even know why, because you edited it all out when you published it. <laughs> yeah, I did. I had to edit. I was like this. We went way like we jumped the shark on this one with uh, porridge. We were just we talking
1: about a like fucking. The Berenstein Bears or some shit or Little Red
0: Riding Hood. I don't remember. Oliver Twist. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I brought Oliver Twist in the mix. And we were talking about, I don't know, please, sir, may I have some more? That type type deal. Yep. Okay. I remember now. Yep. And the funny thing is, I was just on a cruise to the Bahamas. It was a 70,000 tons of metal. It was a heavy metal cruise, for those of you who don't know. I was going around by the buffet. And lo and behold, I saw a porridge station. Have to send the picture immediately to Corey here.
1: Yes, I got a kick out of getting that text because it took me a second after looking at it. And then I like zoomed in and looked at the sign on the buffet. And I was like,
0: that's amazing. Yeah, I figured you'd like that. Yeah, it, it was uh, good. I didn't have service really. It took me a fucking week to be able to get that to you. I was like, I'm sitting on it. I think it was like in the message. And I'm like, oh, I got to keep hitting retry. Got to get this freaking thing sent because he's going to fucking love this. Yeah, it was good. It was good shit. But yeah, so, that was a good time. Why was the marketing for this movie so heavy? Like, they pushed it so much. They really did go ballistic with the marketing for this movie. What I think they do, these movie executives, right? They probably have these focus groups, which makes sense. They have a focus group. They get a few people in there. They have them watch the movie. They see what they think. And then they judge based off that. I think they probably just said, all right, this performs really well with a small audience. We have to go friggin' hard with this. And they just fucking went like social media marketing crazy. Like they had the dancing Megans and stuff on, I don't know, what was it the CS Tower or the Empire State Building? They also do something in like
1: New York City as well. Like they had an animatronic doll running around the city or some
0: shit. Oh God, I didn't even hear about that. Is, is I that. I might have made that up. I might have made that up. That'd be freaking weird. But a lot of people, they were doing this whole Megan dance and it's all over TikTok and... Everywhere I went, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, whatever, I you see the ad, and it's just Megan dancing. And I'm thinking to myself, I watched this movie, like, that was a quick thing. And they made it almost like a pivotal point in this freaking movie. Like, she was like this dancing robot, but it wasn't. But I that's TikTok these days. People are all, like, really big on the dancing. Still big on that. Even though TikTok has changed to something a little different, people are still really big on... Dancing on social media.
1: Yeah, that's basically 98% of TikTok.
0: Yeah, but TikTok has gotten a little bit better regarding that. It's not so much dancing. I'll watch Two-Turn Tony. He's absurd. Like, the hell is he? You ever seen Two-Turn Tony? No. I don't even know how I'm saying that properly. Like, it's a tongue twister. It. it is a quite a tongue twister, and I'm usually like the one that always gets tongue tied. I just said so many T-words in a row like that, and I fucking nailed it. But you can't pronounce the director's name, right? No, of course not. I can throw out all sorts of T letters, but I can't say Gerard Johnstone. It's Gerard, like Gerard yeah. Butler. Oh, a lead singer of My Chemical Romance? No. Oh, that's Gerard Way. <laughs> wow. Way off. <laughs> yeah, the guy from 300 does not sing for My Chemical Romance. Can you imagine? Be like, what's the words that I could say? This is Sparta. That's right. Gerard Butler, he hasn't really been doing much lately, has he? I he did that, like, one movie recently where an airplane went down or something.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I think he got reduced to, like, straight to DVD films. What's a DVD, actually?
0: DVDs? Is that, like, Dynamic Audio Disc? Yeah, probably. Even though that's D-A-D. Yeah, that's your name. That's my nickname, Dad. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even know why. I'm not a dad. I think it's just because I'm old. Is that what, that's what we established, right? I don't know, man. It's been
1: like, I feel like 15 years of us calling you that.
0: Yeah. I think it all started at this venue I played and people just kept going, dad. And I, they just kept looking at me like, what the fuck? like, okay, I guess I'm adopting a bunch of showgoers. Yeah. You adopted a bunch of misfits. I did. Lovely. And they're my children now. Now oh my I'm sounding God. Like, Now I'm sounding like a cult leader. How many times have we got off track already? Oh uh, plenty because we now we're going <laughs> to we're going to reel it back in cuz we always tend to just go a little off the fucking rails here. Let's see. Yeah. So I feel like social media cheapened this movie a little bit because I didn't think it was bad. I had fun watching it. Also the people watching it with me in the theaters, they sure as hell loved it because as soon as Megan started singing and stuff, they're all dying laughing. And I'm just watching it. I'm like, this feels very Disney-like. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I got a good chuckle out of it. Like I said, I had fun. You go to the movies to have fun.
1: I don't know, man. It just felt like a two-hour Black Mirror episode. Ooh, good call. I, I love Black Mirror. Like, me too. And that's all I could think of while I was watching this. There was one episode. Wasn't it like, like a Siri type thing?
0: Yeah. I basically believe... got a mind
1: of its own, which they also did in this movie. That looks like where the
0: sequel is going to go. Yeah. I think the sequel is going to be obviously 2.0. So Megan 2.0.
1: I don't want to see a sequel, but obviously it's
0: going to happen because a lot of people like this movie. Oh, Yeah. And speaking of which, this is the kind of crazy thing. A staggering 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Fucking Avengers Endgame got the same score. That fucking tells you everything you need to know. Is it still rated that? Yeah, I just checked it yesterday. Oh, God. I my, was like, my, oh, wow. My movie taste must be terrible. I guess so. but So, yeah, look, 94% on Rotten tomato pretty crazy. You're right, oh, I'm looking I, at it right now. That's ridiculous. I know. It's wild. I had no idea. Like I said, I enjoyed it. You hated it. But to see 94%, I was definitely taken back. I was at least assuming, all right, maybe high 60s, something like that. Not 94.
1: Yeah. I expected it to the ratings wise anyways to get shit on because that's usually what happens with, you know, what people think is a good movie the critics hate.
0: Oh yeah. And vice versa. Yeah. From what I've noticed. But then you have your gems that are like The critics like it a certain amount of percentage and the uh, the fans like it a certain amount of percentage and it's maybe off by one. And I'm like, that makes sense. You know, So I think what was like one like back to the future or something was like neck and neck for critics and fans. I'm like, okay, yeah,
1: I don't know, man. It's (laughs) I don't think it deserves that high of a rating, but whatever. Let's just. Yeah,
0: no, that's fine fine you know what we didn't talk about though is how this movie is set up to begin with so at the beginning of the movie the family's in the car like actually the setup is a commercial for some sort of pet device pet toy thing and almost reminds me of a furby kind of weird and then what happens is they're driving in the car the mother father and katie who is like the main little girl in this movie and she's the one that ends up befriending megan so they're driving they get in an accident. Katie survives. Parents die. Katie goes to next of kin, which is the sister, or I would assume godmother, because that's where she went. That's like the whole deal. So that's how it gets set up. And it's funny, like I mentioned about kids dying at the beginning, and there is a scene where a kid dies. Again, we can't get away from this friggin' topic.
1: No, nah, it's in everything, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> this one's I'm good, so- though. The kid dies in like an awesome way. I loved it.
0: Yeah, I did love that because that little son of a bitch deserved it. He's being an asshole. He was yeah, a fucking was... like 12 or 13 year old at a little kids' camp thing and he's picking on the little girls. So, what was your favorite death in the movie? My favorite death in the movie was definitely the uh, pressure washer to the face. How do you, like, how does that even happen? I don't understand how that happens. I don't know. That's definitely not my favorite death. The favorite death is the kid getting hit by a car <laughs> because fuck that kid. He deserved it.
1: Yeah, Megan really just got tired of his shit and fucking pushed him down a hill in front of oncoming traffic.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's like, you should run. When she did stuff like that, where it's like very monotone robot, like with the fucking deadpan face, that's where it's like, oh, that just doesn't sit well. That's a little creepy. I love that part. I thought that part was really cool. That kid deserved it. He's a piece of shit. My favorite was the paper cutter. Oh,
1: yeah, that was good, too. But they didn't really even show it. They just show her take the blade off a paper cutter in the office and like walking down a hallway. And then you she killed that Chinese guy. But
0: oh, yeah, you don't see it, though. You see like the heap of flesh like afterwards, like when the elevator opens, kind of reminding me of Taken where the guy was dead in the elevator and it opens up and everyone at the party sees that dead body and like, oh, no. Same thing. That's what yeah. I have already. Yep. It is almost like identical shot-wise and everything. Uh, yeah, I didn't even didn't even make that connection. You're right. Yeah, there's a few connections I've noticed in here. There's that one and what was it? Let me see. Was there a few connections? No, I guess not. I guess I'm wrong. I will edit that out. Edit. <laughs> no, leave it. Leave it. Easter egg. In- Easter no, Oh, yeah. No, you just no. want to have it in there? Okay. No, there's, pl- <laughs> there's plenty of Easter eggs before we started recording. Oh, yeah. We got to put the Easter eggs in. So, everyone needs to make sure to listen to the end of the episode because that's where I put like the lunacy. And that just doesn't fit well with the rest of the, uh, the episode.
1: Yeah, we did it last episode for the first time, and it it was actually pretty funny because I forgot about that part until it just showed up at the end.
0: You probably were just like, oh, I'm just listening, let it play through, and then you're like, what the
1: fuck? (laughs) I got to listen to our podcast
0: because I got to pad our stats. Of course. Do you listen to it? Sometimes. Maybe (laughs) it's because I listen to it so much when I'm editing. I'm like, I don't need to hear it on any platform, but it is all over the place. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Hey, hey, we're not at the end yet. Leave that out for you. I know. No, I'm throwing the cheap plugs out there. We have the plugs for the end, dude. All right, we'll save the plugs. Speaking of plugs, like I said, the pressure wash death that was interesting. The paper cutter death that was good. Liked it. But I think this movie really could have benefited for being like rated R because Child's Play was rated R, and I feel that has the right amount of violence, right amount of blood gore, whatever. Chucky like swore. And I don't know. He's like probably
1: my second favorite slasher.
0: Oh, that's an interesting take because don't get me wrong. I'm not saying anything about bad about Chucky because I fucking love Chucky. It's just interesting to hear that's uh, number two.
1: Yeah. Good. I always love Chucky because I grew up watching those films with my mom. And that's like probably why I'm so fucked up in the head.
0: Probably. I was introduced to horror movies by my grandmother. We used oh, to watch okay. Yeah. We used to watch Friday the 13th when I was a child and it just stuck. That's what we would do. I would go over to her house I'd be on the floor watching, you know, maybe Jason Takes Manhattan or something and that was the Saturday night when I was getting babysat.
1: So my grandmother was like, I'll never forget it when I was a kid, she was a member of Do you remember those old like VHS clubs, like you could get tapes in the mail every month or so?
0: Columbia, you damn yes, right I do. Yes.
1: So all I remember is watching movies like Lethal Weapon and Stripes, Cape Boxer, like those types of movies with my grandmother. <laughs> When I was like fucking 10 years old. Dude, Lethal Weapon, all four of them. Fantastic. I don't hate a single one of those movies. No, they're all great. And, oh, Beverly Hills Cop is another one that we watched all the
0: time. Great one. Great movie. Love it. But there needs to be something like that again. Bring back your Columbia's where you get a frigging movie or CD in the mail every month and you just fucking keep it or you decide to keep it or send it back. You know what, Steve? What if I told you there's something like that already? Was it Netflix? Yeah. Well, you just keep it and you
1: don't pay them. <laughs> <laughs> they get forgotten in my basement.
0: Yeah, I had one of those that got forgotten too. It was a deer hunter and it was just hanging out. And I'm like, all right, it's time for me to cancel the, uh, the DVD Blu-ray portion of this. It's expensive, by the way. Netflix is the most expensive of all the services. Netflix can eat my whole, whole asshole too. Did
1: you hear that about that password sharing thing they're going to start cracking down on? I saw that. That's so dumb. Yeah, it sucks because we pay for the fucking thing where you can have up to five screens. So like Joanne and I share with our family and my friend Joe and a couple other people. But like we pay extra for those screens already. hmm. And yeah, now it's not going to matter because all of those
0: people don't live in my house. That's fucking dumb. It's so yeah. dumb. So, yeah, they need to share your IP address, which essentially means they need to share your internet in order to watch Netflix on your account. Yep. That's insane. Dude. That's just crazy. I think these companies are getting, I know we're getting a little off topic here, but we're still talking about movies technically. So I think that a lot of these companies are still starting to get a little crazy when it comes to money. I get it. Your business, you got to make money. AMC now. AMC is wanting to charge people extra for prime seating in movie theaters. Did you hear about that?
1: I read, was it Chunkies made a comment about that on Facebook. They were talking about it. Like, they shared their opinions. I didn't read the whole article by the movie theater itself, but yeah, that's why I don't go to the movie theater anymore anyway, so.
0: I See, I love going to the movie theaters. That's why. But when I heard that, I'm like, that's so dumb. How are they going to regulate that? You think there's going to be some freaking kid going around and be like, hey, let me check your ticket. I got to make sure you're not center, center. They're not going to do that. These kids are like 15 years old. They're just there to watch some movies and make some money during the summer.
1: They're just going to fight each other in the parking lot for movie ticket. Give me your movie ticket. Give me your yeah. seats.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're just going to fucking hunt people down. No, they're not going to do any of that shit. All give me your kids... lunch money, bitch. No, give me your movie seat. Yeah, I'm going to get the cheaper seats. I'm going to fucking get the seats that are one in the very front. And I'm going to move my ass up because I haven't been to a movie where it was like jam packed in a very long time. I think the last
1: time that happened to me was like probably one of the Star Wars movies. That makes sense. There was Regal Theater near us that before they had assigned seating, it was like first come first serve. Mm-hmm. And we just ended up getting there way too late and got stuck in the front row. Uh, I've done that before. Yeah. So we, after like 10 minutes, we got up and left and went to the service desk and we like, yeah, this sucks. Give us our money back. They'll do that.
0: They gave you the money back, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're just like, take your money back, come back again. Wish you could get my money back for Megan. But You probably didn't even pay for it.
1: That's they don't need to know about.
0: that. Edit. Edit. Oh, <laughs> uh, what were we talking about anyways? We're still talking about movies technically. and This is a hard, like a movie podcast. Yeah. So it's okay. You saw this in theaters? Yeah, I saw it in theaters. We were just like you know what? Let's go in theater. Go to theaters. We'll watch it. Fuck it. Because we saw the trailer when we were seeing the menu, which again, that movie was fantastic. Went into that movie blindly and loved it. And they had a trailer for Megan at the beginning. So we were like, fuck it. Let's go. Let's check it out. And we had fun. We enjoyed it. So they attached a trailer for
1: this to a movie that was actually really good. Okay. Yeah. But... Everyone, so, if
0: you haven't seen the menu, just do yourselves a favor and just take the like hour and a half time just to watch this brilliant movie. I'm sorry, I can't talk I can't talk like good enough about that movie. One of my friends in at work, he watched that movie because I
1: told him we reviewed it. And oh. he doesn't even he doesn't even like those type of movies and he's that wasn't what I thought it was gonna be. And then he was went and listened to the episode and he was like, Yeah, you guys are right.
0: Yeah, it's just tense. It's just there's a lot of building and you just It makes you feel uneasy, but the whole movie, that movie's great. But we're going back to Megan now because, like I said, you and I could have another separate podcast episode on the menu. Who knows? Maybe we will down the line. Do we have to talk about this anymore? Yeah, we do because there's a few things I want to bring up. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, let's see. We were talking about the pressure washer. Oh, What I wanted to bring up was the fight between Megan and... The creator of Megan, Gemma, she created this robot while she was in college. I can't remember the robot's name, but there was that robot versus Megan. What's not to like about two robots fighting? Terminator 2, like you got fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger and then you got Patrick. What the fuck's his name? Oh, his name's Bruce, the robot. Oh, wow. Thank you for that. Because that was going to elude me for God knows how long.
1: How the fuck did Katie know how to use those little glove
0: thingies to control it? That's a good point. I think she mentioned, like Gemma said, "Oh, you use like these gloves, and it goes to your like biometrics or whatever." And but somehow Katie knew how to use that fucking thing.
1: Yeah, they were like they reminded me of the power glove.
0: Oh yeah, power glove.
1: It's but so somehow bad. this little asshole kid knew how to use it. Yeah, some real made steel two shit. robots fight each other. Yeah, like real steel. Rock'em sock'em robots.
0: Rock'em sock'em robots. Don't That's ever actually- knock...
1: That was actually the first thing I thought of when that scene started. I was like, no way. I hope one of their head pops off. And then it didn't happen.
0: Ah, yeah. But Megan just kept coming back and keep coming. and It reminded me a lot of Child's Play at the end when Chucky, he was just getting friggin' annihilated. He got thrown into the fire, right? Made his way out. He's on fire. They're shooting him like crazy. He's still moving. He's getting limbs blown off. He's crawling to them. And then they finally put a final bullet in his heart and then he dies. So it kind of reminded me of that because when Megan was getting the the shit kicked out of her, she kept coming back. And I think at one point she was actually ripped in half and she was still just crawling. And that kind of reminded me of Child's Play.
1: That's actually like the whole movie reminded me of what they tried to do with that Child's Play remake.
0: Yeah. And that Child's Play remake, we won't talk about it. If people want us to review it, we will. But I I watched it and I was like, I hate it. I can already tell you it's going to be a lot like
1: this episode on my end. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Well, actually, be- you, did you like it? No, the best oh, part. Of, oh,
1: no, no, okay. I hated it. It was dog shit. But the best part about it was Mark Hamill voicing Chucky.
0: I will agree with that 100%. That's where it would get a good grade from me because of Mark Hamill. Because yeah. that guy is obviously genius, legend, but an amazing voice actor. He like does the Joker and he does Chucky in the newer one. So he is very versatile
1: and his voice is very recognizable. Similar to, fuck. No, I can't remember his name. The guy voices Darth Vader, James Earl Jones. Yes. Don't yeah. d- edit that out. Edit out. I don't want to get <laughs> crucified for not knowing his name.
0: <laughs> oh, so I get crucified for not liking <laughs> Harry Potter. Fine. Leave it in. No, it's okay. No, it's fine. Cause not everyone knows that they'd be like, I don't know. You know, this that would be- yeah, they do. That was in an episode. Oh, the Darth Vader deal? Oh, no, I'm talking Darth Vader now. Everyone knows my take on Harry Potter now. Did but... you know that James Earl Jones basically
1: signed his voice away? Really? Like he's not going to voice Darth Vader anymore, ever again. That's rough. Yeah, so I'm curious, like in future Star Wars stuff, are they going to superimpose his voice or are they going to recast him kind of thing?
0: I don't know. Maybe I'll just see him in Field of Dreams
1: too. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that comes out at the same time as Passion of the Christ 2.
0: Oh, Electric Boogaloo. Back to the fight between Bruce and Megan also reminded me of RoboCop 2. So you have RoboCop and RoboCop 2, and those that's one of my favorite fight scenes of all time. Because, like I said, what's not to like is two fucking robots going at it. Rock'em Sock'em Robots. You got fucking Terminator 2. Robots fighting robots is fantastic. No matter what. There's a whole show dedicated to it. What show? Oh, it's the uh, the little fucking robots in a battle arena deal. Oh, BattleBots. BattleBots. That's it. I should know that. I remember one time I was like smoking a ton of uh, Jabapo and uh, watching that for... (laughs) (laughs) Jabapo? Yeah, the the electric lettuce, the jazz cigarettes. Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) All that good stuff. Yeah. So let's see. Yeah. You go to the movies and have fun. I thought this was fun. I think the PG-13 rating kind of hindered the movie a bit, I think a rated R would have made it a little better, like a little more violence, and it would have been pretty great. But TikTok, got to make it family friendly. We got to bring the kids.
1: How did they get away with the PG-13 rating
0: with a kid dying? They didn't show it. They just showed like the kid going, whoo, and then bang. Like you don't see anyone get run over. You just see a friggin' truck stop. Yeah, but it's
1: certainly implied. And like we find out about it later that the kid definitely got pancaked in the highway.
0: Oh, yeah, he got live for sure. But, yeah, I don't know. I think it's the fact that you're not seeing any limbs, any blood, nothing like that. You're just seeing, like, the illusion of that someone got run over. So that's what you're basically seeing. And I think that's why. You, like, you didn't really see any blood. But let's see. <laughs> what did I put here? Two stars only because Katy Perry's firework was saying and a kid got hit by a car. That's mine. <laughs> that's yours? What? I didn't even realize you put that in. Okay. Oh. <laughs> What the hell did you put that in? Edit
1: that out so I can save say that. that's my rating.
0: <laughs> okay. The- <laughs> okay. That's right. To, that's right. The scores. All right. Well, did edit we just that. run oh, out of time. Yeah. We ran out of time, but it's fine. PG 13 rating, I feel like really hindered the movie. Corey, what do you give this movie? Rating zero to five. Two.
1: So it gets two stars for me. And that's only because The Doll sang Firework by Katy Perry. It's <laughs> a banger. So that's one star. And then the Second star was the kid getting hit by a car. Okay. So, so, stars.
0: Two stars. Okay. No third star for the uh, pressure pressure washer murder? No, that was corny. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, I like, want to see if there is a director's cut of this, if there's like flesh peeling off or something, but this chick just got blasted with a pressure washer and died.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, so that, Actually, that would have been really cool. See, that's where I think a rated R version of this would have excelled. Is because you could see the crazy stuff like that. You could see maybe like the person getting hit in the face with the pressure washer and flesh is flying off type stuff. Type
1: yeah, like they worked it down to a PG thirteen rating just so they could get it in movie
0: theaters and make money off of it. Hundred fifty percent, absolutely. They wanted to make as much money as they could, and that's why a lot of movies get that PG thirteen rating. Yeah, whatever. I'm never going to watch it again. That's fine. I give it a I give it a three point eight out of five because I thought it was fun. Steve, this says five out of five. What happened? I said score five out of five. Okay, more like a 3.8 out of five. Wow. I wanted to troll you for a minute. That's why I put it in the notes. Score five out of five. Okay. You would have been like, what the fuck, Steve? I'm a little curious how you came upon a 3.8. Uh, like I said, I thought it was fun. A lot of it was real like unsettling because it was just, she felt real creepy with her face and just walking around and seeing her just dead ass robot. And then like the fucking running on all fours. It, there were some parts that I found genuinely creepy and like she started getting real fucking angry at the end like real i don't know dictator like she was like you're not gonna fucking touch her type deal yeah she did super protective super super protective which i mean is a good thing if you think about it but i had fun watching it saw the theaters didn't hate it didn't love it it was one of those like all right i had good company the movie was decent hearing everyone laughing in the, the theater when she was singing that was entertaining too so i honestly i had a pretty decent experience when i watched it the first time so maybe that's probably uh, like swaying my squirrel a little bit L- swaying my score a little bit swaying your squirrel <laughs> yeah swaying my squirrel a little bit i got all tongue-tied there now i'm getting all tongue-tied again there we go now, we're back on track we're back on track on not being tongue-tied all right Sounds good. Okay. Yeah, we're out of time anyways. Everyone, be sure to like, follow, subscribe on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. We got all sorts of stuff going on there, like posting there all the time. Here's the funny thing. Let me bring this uh, up to y'all. Should we start a Patreon? And then we can have maybe separate episodes that go up there. You can all hear like the outtakes, the lunacy that I'm always talking about prior and after the show. Let us know what you think. Hit us up on social media, whether it's Twitter, Facebook... Instagram, whatever. Just be like, yeah, this would be a cool idea. If not, fuck off. Just do some
1: completely unedited episodes so you can hear all the dumb shit that happens versus what gets
0: published on the networks. Oh my God, yeah. This is tends to be heavily edited, which is why it takes me a fucking hot minute. What are we at, an hour now? Yeah, we probably are. We're probably in an hour, and they have no idea. (laughs) Yeah, we were talking
1: nonsense before we even hit record, so. oh,
0: Yeah, so I think... Starting a Patreon for them to hear that, I think that could be fun. Yeah, that's like director's cut shit.
1: Yes, I like that idea.
0: Yeah. Also, we're part of the Shining Wizards Network. Visit ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. They got plenty of programs on there, wrestling related and otherwise. So definitely check out the network. You may find a podcast that you like other than ours. Also, visit 30ScreamsOrLess.com for all of previous episodes and transcripts to go along with those episodes. So if you don't like listening to things, you can read it. And you can read how... Like, crazy I am.
1: It's very nice to read in the context of all the
0: shit that we say. Sometimes it's nice. Sometimes, you know, when you're listening to a song, you're following the lyrics like that. Except more pretentious, I think. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I want to hear the lyrics. I want to see the lyrics for this whole podcast episode. I can't understand what the fuck they're saying. I want to read the words. (laughs) <laughs> it's like, okay, you got it. It's on the website, 30 com. If there's anything you want us to review, send an email to 30 less at gmail.com or hit us up on social media, you know, slide into our DMs, all that good stuff, or just add us on social media too. You don't have to slide into the DMs. You don't have to be creepy. Either way, I don't know. I'll talk to y'all. Corey will too. Yeah, yeah, we like talking to people. Yeah, so with that in mind, that concludes our episode today. I'm Steve. And I'm Corey. And thanks for listening to 30 Screams or Less. That's you know what he, he
1: called our podcast he's like it's a horror podcast and tony's horror. like he's like it's not horrible it's actually a good it's a fun listen
0: <laughs> oh, i like <laughs> that <laughs> it's not <laughs> horrible it's not horrible <laughs> horrible